Welcome to Teaching Without Losing It. The topic I'd like to discuss today is um, having a realistic perspective on what is actually expected of you at work. Um, as I mentioned before, I was married to a teacher and um, he tended to um, exaggerate how much attention was paid to him at work. Um, so he was an art teacher. And I remember when we went through some, you know, one of the many seismic shifts in education when, you know, everything changes and now we're doing it this way and everyone better get on board and make sure your, you know, your teams are writing it in this new format, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I remember him sitting a whole weekend, just fretting and planning over how to do, um, you know, how, how to, how to make this happen in this new format. And I said, why are you worrying so much about this? And he said, well, they just, you know, they're expecting us to do it this way. And this is how we have to do it. And I said, you teach art. No one is paying any attention to you, which is honestly the truth. Um, you know, some fields, some subjects get massive attention because they are part of a big state test and oftentimes a graduation test. Obviously it's your core classes, it's your English, it's your math, it's your science, it's your history. Um, those people need to be, uh, concerned <laughs> and they really do need to stay on top of whatever the latest and greatest trend is. Um, and they have good reason to, uh, stay on their toes and to, um, you know, really make sure they're doing things in the way that is expected of them. If you are not one of those teachers and you, or you do not have a state test that is associated with your subject, then a lot of your stress may very well be self-imposed. Um, you know, I teach foreign language. We have state standards. Um, we do not have a state test, um, or a graduation test that goes along with my, um, my curriculum, you know, as foreign language teachers, we're all pretty type a people. And you, you know, if you know the foreign language teachers in your building, you'll probably know that already. Um, you know, we're this, we're the teacher's pets, we're the straight A students, we're the ones who are always doing it right. And this isn't because we're following necessarily, um, the most recent guidelines. It's because to simply teach a foreign language, you have to be, um, pretty type a, cause you're teaching an awful lot of stuff. You're teaching kids something they have no experience with in a lot of cases. And it, it just naturally lends itself to teaching that type of subject matter to be a detail oriented person. Um, you know, these are not, we aren't dealing in big, broad concepts, like in a history class, you know, um, the reformation, obviously that that's a lot of stuff, you know, we're dealing with accent marks, and, you know, things that are very, very specific to the language. So, you know, but nevertheless, um, you know, even in spite of the type A side of me, I never got too wrapped up in this whole notion of having to do everything just right because I was told to do it this way. Um, you know, there are things that, are, that really do affect our jobs and there are things that really just don't. So get some perspective on where you fall on that spectrum. You know, again, if you're a, if you're a math teacher, 
particularly at the high school level, you're under a spotlight. Um, they're looking at you, they're watching you, they're watching your test scores. They want to get data as often as possible on how your kids are doing. You know, you absolutely need to be on the up and up when it comes to what's happening in this. You know, if you're kind of flying under the radar, like a foreign language teacher, like an art teacher, you know, photography, well, that's, that's art. Excuse me for that. You know, I'm talking like ROTC teacher, um, choir teacher, band teacher, you know, you have a lot more flexibility than the teachers who are subject to a test. So don't, don't turn it into something it's not, you know, don't add additional pressure to yourself that isn't really there. Um, you know, again, my, my ex would do this and, you know, I can't tell you how many times I said, you know, you are really spinning your wheels for nothing. This is not something that this is, these were not put in place for the, for the art curriculum. <laughs> you know, these are put in place to get kids to pass tests. That's what they're in place for. Um, they're not in place to, to, to make an art teacher, you know, uh, conform to these rigid rules of how things are supposed to be done. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure if he ever actually got that or not. I don't think he did, but in any case, my point is, um, you know, look at, look at what you do and, and what your true expectations are. And then, you know, proceed from that point on. And if that scares you a little bit, you know what, try this, you know, relax on a couple of things and see if anyone notices, you know, give it a couple months, see if anyone notices. And if they don't, then guess what? They're probably not worried about what you're doing in that domain. Now, please don't mistake this episode for me saying you should be lazy. That is absolutely not what I'm saying. You know, there's a difference between really not trying to do your job and trying to earn a paycheck for doing next to nothing and doing your job well, but not taking on all this additional stuff that's handed down the pike that really just ends up stressing us out and not always making us better teachers. Okay. Absolutely. Do your job with dignity, with integrity, you know, come to work and do the best job you can possibly do. Okay. But understand, you know, you, but you need to make that decision on what the quote best job looks like based on the actual expectations of you. And if you can let some of this extraneous stuff go that maybe really is not affecting you, think about the the mental energy you can then put into, for example, being way more creative with your lessons. You know, you can be a much better teacher if you pay attention to the realities of what is expected of you. That's really what I'm saying. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.